Hey, it's Coco. And Carly. And sometimes at the Scout Shop. And we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint. Through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we're spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. So what are we doing today? have to speak louder. What are we doing today, Scott? <laughs> well, I'm not yell. <laughs> I yell. Just pronunciate. Enunciate. Enunciate. Pronunciate. I have like a third grade education. I'm okay. Doesn't know what a Venn diagram is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I do now. I actually remembered what it was the other day. I was talking to myself in my head. I'm like, yeah, like a Venn diagram type of thing. I'm like, fuck yeah, I remembered it. Or do you just remember because you talked about it on the podcast? Well, we've talked about it like four times now. So, you know, it's got to sink in sooner or later. So I know we gave you kind of a teaser last episode about how we were going to talk about our spins and everything. Well, we kind of like uh, took a little detour down a more luscious field. Oh, wow. (laughs) This narration right now. Okay, okay, okay. And we're still going to talk about it. But what we're really titling this podcast and the energy around it is we're special. We're special. Do you, okay. feel, do you feel special? He's he's on his phone. He doesn't pay attention. No, 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 no. I had actually had something all done up and set for all this. And let's needless to say that the amount of work that I had put into the group project oh. was like oh. 70% and my partners in the project while well, they didn't come up with their third. Okay. No, no, no. We're going to explain this. Okay. <laughs> We're going to explain this throughout the episode as to why... Coco and I didn't prepare for today's <laughs> podcast, and Scott did. Yes. The so, first thing is that he actually prepared before this was even a podcast, and you can't hold that against us. You did it on your own free will. I'm just ahead of the curve. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. So one of the things that I feel is like a running theme, especially when you see people out um, in their ascension who, from your lens, look like they're quote-unquote ahead of you, is that... They're either special, special, you're falling behind, you know, you really... It happens to them, not it me. It happens to them and not me. And last night when I was laying in bed, I got this like massive, massive download to put out on my Instagram this week because I'm coming up to two years on February 20th that I blew up my life. And the guides were like, this is the last time that you are going to acknowledge the date and talk about it. But this week's date is really important because I know people can look at me and think that I truly am special. That even though I can say I'm the living proof, I can tell you all the stories, I can tell you about the lack. Pretty much like Alexia always says to me, she's like, you cannot say, and even Carly says that to me, you cannot say anything to Coco because I've walked it with purpose. I have. I have walked it. Literally, you can say the most human experiences and things to me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but like, did you call this? Did you do that? Because that is what does make us special, is walking through our ascension and our contrast human life so that we can pull from it to make it who we are. And I know that this is a narration that a lot of you guys have because you really, as you do this work, like Carly had said earlier, if you're not getting that 3D physical proof right away, then you right away chuck it in a bucket and say, fuck it. And you'll be like, well, Carly is, it's Carly. Like she has money or she has this. The the yeah, but. Yeah, Yeah. but she doesn't have kids. Yeah, but she probably had money And another big thing people say about Carly, oh, well, she has Coco. Yeah. 
Um, you guys, she only <laughs> was fully with me day to day recently in the yeah. last year for sure. Mm-hmm. So all of you guys who have that, yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, she has Coco. I feel so alone. She didn't. Yeah. Maybe she had access to me through text because we had a friendship in 3d, but she had to really choose and walk this alone. Well, you didn't quit my job for me. No, you didn't. <laughs> Change my hair color. I know that's 3D, but you didn't do all the steps that I took that I took action to do because you can't. You can't do it for me. Yes, and we all have each other. So mm-hmm. that's a but, but, but. Yeah. So I kind of want to package this whole episode together to kind of talk from our perspective of like our journeys and our spins and how we got quote unquote here. There is no destination, you guys. I just channeled out six pages of the planet birthing process And what is taking place and the layer that I'm on is my planet physically birthed out of me. And I know majority of you guys is like, what are you even talking about? But I'm experiencing it now to help you guys then. Yeah. And this is where you all need to take a seat and you need to listen and you need to really feel the energy that you are not alone, but we are not special Yes, we're special in the sense that we came here to do this and that we've trained for it, but it's the unlocking of this and you got to get out of your fucking heads. Mm-hmm. Well, what we need to do, and I feel like everyone looks at things very linearly, mm-hmm. yes. like Carly's here in a straight, like everything goes back to being like in a straight path. Yes. Right. Carly's progressing this way. Mm-hmm. I'm not progressing that way. Yeah. But in reality is it's three dimensions. Yes. You're not expanding to the left or to the right or east or west or whatever, you're expanding uh, 360 degrees. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, you are birthing out your own planet and your planet's going to, like, have mountain ranges here, valleys here, dips there. Like, it's going to be a not a straight line progression. It's three-dimensionals expanding in all different directions at different times. So don't remember that when you start to judge someone. Is like, yeah, maybe they're getting better at with their hair and you're not there yet, but you're getting better with your clothes. Yeah. And everyone always still has a layer and the visual representation or how someone's presenting themselves to you in density is one layer, one, I think it's what you're saying, one side of that person. Mm -hmm. Everybody has something they're working on. So neither is more advanced or behind or better or worse or good or bad. It's just is so that's why we say you can't compare because everyone has their quote-unquote shit really yeah and here's the thing and I say this all the time and I say it in sessions constantly is there is an overarching similarities with ascension especially mm-hmm. with blueprint work okay there is everybody experiences Think of it like the, the same. climate okay exactly. like there's an ascension climate that uh, yesterday we all go I said through. the weather ascension weather same same so right? cla- so yes yeah, so we have like our climate and then your individual experience will be your day-to-day weather is well, what you were saying too, well yes right? like when I post the stuff on my Instagram you know talking about the swelling and stuff that people were going through this weekend and the twist tie bag that's the weather yeah yeah, that's the weather right and then each individual person on their ascension has um it breaks down even more Mm -hmm. right like it's how like scott loves the hot i don't love the hot that's the kind of difference there you know what i mean well and that's just saying when you guys talk about weather i was out for a walk yesterday and mind you it's slightly warmer than it has been recently but i'm walking around in a t-shirt yeah (laughs) Which and, I would too, because I'm climatized to that. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm what I'm seeing when I'm walking around is everyone is wearing like 
parkas and yeah. ski pants and toques and mitts. And I'm walking around in a t-shirt with a toque on listening to music and I'm fine, but we're all experiencing the same weather. Overarching. But the overarching weather yeah. is the same, but it's how we're responding to it that's different. And I've spent all winter getting in and out of cold tubs. So I've been freezing myself for six minutes every single day since November, since November. So we're almost going on four months. And yeah, so the cold doesn't bother me as much because of the work that I've put in. Yes. Oh my God, I'm going to call you Elsa. Cold doesn't bother me anyway. How to get my singing in? Just sing. <laughs> oh my goodness. They so have no idea what I'm talking about. Frozen, Elsa, she sings about the weather. <laughs> I'm looking up Langstairs. I've never seen it. Yes, you have. No, I don't think I have. You have. When you were getting your tattoo Well, when I'm getting a tattoo is not the time to remember. Anyway, sorry for the comedic breakup there, people. We'll we'll watch it later. So what we're saying is that you all have your overarching weather in the climate of what I would even call the solar system Mm -hmm. of, you know, we can call it Planet Coco, whatever you want to call it. And what I need to emphasize to you guys is... Everyone has these kind of similarities of the weather. I feel alone. I can't do this. Um, Will this ever end? Will this ever end? Uh, Lack, 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 lack. With blueprint work. Fear, 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 fear. Moving from ego to Unknown, unknown, unknown. It's crazy, right? Like it's it's it gets to be crazy with all of us. So what we really want to talk about is we try to think about our spins to explain it to you because we feel that the awareness for many of you guys is you don't even really know what your spins are. Mm -hmm. And we have moved past our spins controlling and dictating our life to where they just happen now. And they are, we have the awareness in that moment. Like before Carly even got here today to Scott, I said to him in the kitchen, and this was my exact language, I can hear my spin knocking. Mm-hmm. And my spin is always like a lack layer, right? So I could hear my spin knocking. And mine has to do with the fact that I'm paying for my book, right? And my book, I have one more payment and I can hear that. It's like literally I see it as a knock on the door now versus a whole meltdown spiral that would just be epic. Well, well it, sorry, Cry, I don't yeah, want to cut ahead. you off. But like instead of like the knock on the door that you have now, before it would have been like yeah. the spin would have like kicked down your door and like roughed you up and you would have been like left standing there like in shock mm-hmm. where now it's like okay i can hear them coming and i can literally stop it from happening well what would have happened mm-hmm. to me there is i would have been pinged about paying for my book payment okay and then the narration would have started well you're a fat fuck <laughs> nobody loves you nobody likes you your style yeah. is shit and then i would have all of a sudden it would have got to the point where i would have went up to the bedroom grabbed my phone and started scrolling scott would have come in to try and like See what's soothe, up. soothe yeah. me and like try and get me off the ledge and then I would like lose it on him and be like you don't fucking understand and then I would like be so pinged at him because I'm like well you're buying a bike or you're going to the gym and then I would just like pull his life apart because I was super pinged right from not feeling good enough from a lack mm-hmm. do you guys see the kind of progression but that doesn't happen for me anymore like it's been almost a year and a half since I have had a spin where it consumed me. Mm-hmm. Like literally the fall of uh, 2019 was the last time I remember an all out full spin. Yeah. So it's never a single choice leading us to disaster. 
unconscious small choices throughout the day build into the whirlwind of a spin. So like you said, you would have started with a lax spin mm-hmm. and then you would have kind of progressed to something else. Then you would have added to something else. And then now I can't kind of look at my life because it's a disaster. So like you've got this and you've got that. And I'm not doing any of that. And you're building on the spin. And as you're building on the spin, the whirlwind of the spin is getting faster and faster. It's like you're upgrading your spin from like a nice breeze into a, to a tornado. To a hurricane well, I, five. Just, I just think of it as like, you know, like a, like a Pac-Man and it gets bigger every time it consumes something. So yes. it's like you have your tornado and it picks up the table. Okay, now yeah. the wind's bigger and now it can reach and pick up the chair and now the sofa and it gets physical, physically bigger in size each time it picks something up. It consumes the volume of whatever it's picking up. 100%. That's, your spin. That's really great. So it will start with something very minor that is usually attached to your core wounds and then things just keep pinging at it, pinging at it and it gets bigger and bigger because so you're let's consuming see, the let's energy. Let's use me as an example today because this, this, is, this is a very simple example. So I ordered clothing um, from the U.S., and normally, um, I'm well seasoned with import fees and stuff because of my old life. So normally, I would go to the states and import it. So this is the first time that I've ever ordered like directly to Kelowna. I got $150 duties. So the UPS guy comes today, and I've been, I've been aware of this because I got an email for like three days. And there's there hasn't been a spinner on it for you, but there's no. been a conversation. You're like, oh my god, like this is insane. Why would people pay this? I'm mm-hmm. not gonna pay this because it's out of principle. This doesn't make sense. And, and all I'm this a, stuff. and I'm aware of yeah. the logistics of it and all this stuff. So old me would have fucking lost my shit because I already would have been in a whole stress, like losing my mind, and that tornado, that ding dong at the bell. I would have probably taken it and paid for it because I needed to fill my hole and I needed mm-hmm. to have the clothes and fuck it and I wasn't even aware. And then I would have, Scott would have come home and I would have unleashed on you, lost my shit about my book and then everything else. And then, yeah. like Well, your lax would want to come in because you would have been, I just yeah. paid an extra $140 for this. Now I'm going to be homeless because yeah. I can't spend $140 on groceries Literally. or put that towards my rent. Yeah. And now Scott comes home and Scott got a coffee. You just spent $5 on a coffee and that $5 is going to And then he wants to over. talk to me about his bike yeah, and then no. I'd be like fuck your bike and fuck you we're, and just we're, we're broke people we're broke. Yeah, yeah. yeah right so do you see like the progression and that doesn't happen anymore so moving into consciousness means allowing yourself to be present in the current moment yeah checking in with yourself being aware of what's affecting you so you can spin up rather than spiral down yeah, because what you're doing, if you're being present in that moment, is you're not allowing the pings from earlier add to the size of your current tornado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's it's catching it. It's building that awareness, allowing yourself to be present and understanding what's affecting you. So literally, you can stop it really before it starts. And what is really profound about this and life-changing, and I've been hearing this a lot. You know, I've had a lot of people tell me since I have really stepped into my purpose saying, Nothing has ever worked for me mm-hmm. like we hear the, that a lot. <laughs> yeah, like the work that we do with you guys. And the awareness that I've gotten in one session doesn't even compare to 10 years of counseling. And I really want to talk about this because we all need those kind of steps. Mm-hmm. And honestly, me myself personally in my journey, again, I'm a kind of one percenter here, is I never had any any awareness or anything. I just woke up to who I was and just right away. I didn't have any coaches or anybody who told just me. Just me. Me. Don't worry about yes, it. Yes, but don't worry about it. it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't important. It's was just me. Rejection <laughs> wound. Yeah, like rejection wound. Tornado. Rejection. <laughs> yeah. Rejection wound. No, I'm speaking about 
There's lots of therapists. There's lots of counselors. Like you there's... never went to talk therapy. No, or had I never. Like a mentor. In I that never sense. had any of that. Okay, and I know a lot of you guys have. And there's a lot of people who label themselves now, and it is. It's going. It's going like wildfire. Oh, those spiritual coaches. Yeah, the Ooh, spiritual coaches, shiny. the spiritual mentors who are teaching you how to repattern your stuff. I'm not dissing them. They are needed, but you very much can get stuck there. The thing about it is, is a therapist helps you cope with life, human life. It helps you cope with human life, Mm -hmm. spiritual um, involvement, you know, blueprint energy helps you remember you and helps you really cope with the energy, not even cope. No, it it gets to the root of the issue and you actually remove the root versus putting, I like to say band-aid, but that has a negative connotation. I just said it like two seconds ago, but what I mean is it, it's a solution to the current problem, but not to the overarching issue that created the current problem. Yes. Whereas, yeah. Whereas when you work and do wound work you actually get to the root of everything and all these current problems go away and don't come back because you've dealt with the issue it's almost like you found the hole and you fill fill it with appropriate soil versus just putting like a canvas like cover over it and someone steps and walks and falls into it you're both covering that hole with the same stuff but one's permanent and one's just like a filler quote unquote yes and when you pair energy with awareness and consciousness that is where the radicalness happens and you move to a state of being where we are at where people can think that we're special because it does exist but it is like you said earlier it's not for everybody and it's not for the faint of the heart but it is not as long as you guys think it needs to be either and it is you do have markers throughout the thing and that's what I really want to hone in on today to help you guys understand because I feel like so many of you are like well what's the point and you know I'll go once and then I'll go another six months and and then you wonder why you're spinning well it's so funny because going back to what scott said is you still think very linearly yeah so it's like your mind will tell you either this is going to happen instantly for you or it's going to take freaking forever yeah it's literally putting you in the box of quick or slow whereas anything you do with us or in this in this like realm of work there's no box so you need to find the happy medium where it's like you're gonna take time in the sense that it's not gonna happen overnight for you it's not instant but with that dedication to yourself it's going to come so much quicker in that sense than what your ego is telling you and it's I just want to um say this Scott is it happens a lot faster now than it ever has because there is people like us who have already are paving the mm-hmm. way, who are the hands that are kind of showing you and helping you remember and who are walking it, who have walked it. So previously, like even, you know, in 2015, say, or 2016, when I awakened, it was a lot harder because the energy, the overarching climate was not where it was. Yeah. Okay. And then also the weather wasn't where it was. There wasn't anybody to even begin to tell you about the weather or they were very taboo and hard to find where now this is moving into mainstream. And I heard a really good thing on the weekend. What is this like, what if we're the mainstream, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so many more of us are waking up to this. So go ahead. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say like, that's exactly right where people, people start with. And then what happens I, I've just been listening to the girls talk and listening to clients talk and things like that is they do it and then like they're going along tickety-boo for, you know, a couple of weeks, maybe into a couple of months and then something bad happens. Mm. How would you label bad? I, I don't know. Quote unquote bad. I don't know. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Okay. Stressful. 
Exactly. Stressful. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable stressful. or stressful. Maybe bad's not exactly yeah. the best word. But then they're like, I thought I was better than this. Mm-hmm. I yes. thought I was someplace or else that I was this. different. I thought I was past this. Yes. And then that language, which is how we talked about like how the language starts to trip you up now because your ego is so intelligent, puts you back into a spin. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just have to realize like, okay, normally this is what my state of being would have been like all the time. Yeah. And now I'm only entering this for a, a day or a weekend or whatever. And wow, was it so weird seeing how I used to react from conscious eyes now. You have to use that awareness rather than spin down to thinking you're someplace that you're not. It's just like a marker mm-hmm. showing you how far you've actually gone down the road. Yeah. Well, and, and that's that's the difference now. So what's so interesting is because, okay, so for me, for example, this past week, knowing that our intention for this specific podcast was to share with you like our spins. So throughout the week, I've been really, you know, conscious of, of spins and it came down to Sunday afternoon and I texted Coco and I said, you know what? I'm a really bad student because I have not completed our homework, which was what Scott had prepared for himself, which was just a layout of like a day in the life of our spins. Because honestly, I haven't had any, yes, I've had pings, but what, instead of allowing it to become a spin, I nipped it in the butt right away. But what's so interesting is with that is I then got a spin about not having a spin. So when we talk about the ego becoming smart, that's what it does. All of a sudden the ego started saying to me, well, of course you've had a spin. You're not special. You're not a master. Why who do, you, wouldn't, think who you, do are? you think you are? And, but what's also interesting is then again, I nipped that in the butt again. And, but how do, how do you do that? It's through reflection, which you said is awareness, yeah. Scott. It's when you, you see it, you, you give it attention in the sense of, I see you. Like, I see that this is knocking. I see that you want the, this to become a spin. But then you reflect back as to the bigger picture. You zoom out and reflect on the bigger picture versus that little minute detail that's trying to knock at a spin. Yeah, it's a practice. We don't aim for perfection. The goal is increase awareness by becoming more in tune with what's going on within you and how it's affected by the choices we make. Mm -hmm. With practice, we start to build a habit of awareness and eventually we will catch ourselves quicker and quicker before the spin even starts. Exactly. And that's what like the days, weeks, months that we're kind of working for. And that's kind of how you get to where the three of us sit right now is you have fallen trapped to like that ego spin and you've got stuck into it. I know when I would get into a spin, I would be like on the couch, mm-hmm. zoned out, just like super tired. Carly and I would be in the kitchen being like, this was in the fall, he had some spins and we'd be like, is he fucking for real right now? Like, like hoodie hood up, yeah. just sitting on And we would be so annoyed. We'd be like, he's part of the fucking team and he's fucking in a spin like this? Like, is, and he's not even aware? Is he aware? And we'd have these whole conversations <laughs> being like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and then we're in a spin because he's yes. in a spin and we can feel his energy. And we're like, and when you know when Scott is having anything now, but since we really, you had your last one and we really talked about it, he has really, like none, well, none. Yeah. you've rose yeah. out of it, but you, but that's what we're trying to emphasize. You get to that point. Is you get to that point yeah. and you had about three months of some yeah. like three day, four day spins well, to then pull yourself out to really be at the place that you're moving into well, now. I know like when we first got together, my like, depression or whatever sitting in on the couch watching tv kind of zoning out would maybe go on for like two weeks big time and then eventually i was like okay like i've got to start doing something different this is getting to be a little bit too much and i would start moving back out of it 
and then it'd be a little bit while before. And then it's like, okay, catching it, like if I went two weeks before, maybe it was like down to like 10 days or maybe the next time was kind of two weeks. Like it, it's not a consistent like downward scale. It's a slowly... Rise up. Well, it's a de-escalating slope where you kind of like you go down like a valley. I don't know what the heck language I'm trying to talk. Someone has the word for it. But you guys know what I'm talking about. It's not going to be a gradual progression. Sometimes you might have where you're back at two weeks sitting there on the couch doing nothing, where last week you were at 10. It's just the awareness all the time of constantly moving forward and trying to reduce it all the time. But what- that, Yeah, that's key. It's just knowing that it's not... You're still going to have those moments... But oh, this is this is a great thing. If I can explain this correctly, Good, I saw this I can't on find the words. <laughs> I saw this on Instagram, and it said, you know, taking a step backwards or reverting back to the beginning, quote unquote, of something. You're you're actually not. You're never taking steps backwards because what you're doing is you're just starting with more experience or yes. you're starting with more awareness. So although it may feel like, okay, so now I'm back to sitting on the couch for two weeks, but I can guarantee you when you're sitting on that couch for two weeks, your thoughts are going to be different. You are aware that you are sitting there for two weeks. You are aware of what you're watching. It's different every single time. And the hard part then becomes like pulling yourself back out of it. And I feel like some people, that's where they get get stuck. I know our daughter gets stuck in that a lot where she's kind of like, oh, yeah, I know I'm, you know, I'm not have, being my best self right now. I just can't figure out how to get out of it. And sometimes it's just anything, anything different to kind of break up that pattern of mm-hmm. placing your body in the couch in front of the TV. Well, it's, it's breaking the pattern. That's a really good, yeah. yeah it's breaking really the pattern, but also because I'm the energy queen over here I have to say like all I'm seeing as I'm hearing everybody talk is the magic potion to all of this truly is great Scott and Carly are very analytical they're telling you all the thought process all the stuff they're doing all of that but when you pair it with energy that's the game changer because when you're in 3d linear thinking doing all of this awareness it it's harder. So, You're crawling. And so when you ex- do energy, you know where it is on your body. But so yeah, explain that to people. Cause when you yes. say you do it with energy, it's like, okay, but what the hell does that yeah, mean? So I'm, so I'm going to get to that point. So everything, um, so Carly and Scott are using great analogies for all this, but Carly and Scott have also used energy, meaning that they're very well aware of where all of this sits on their body. And that's a game changer because where Carly said, you can't, um, you, you don't take a step back. You're sitting on that couch, you know. It's because we say this in sessions all the time. After somebody has had, say, density for mm-hmm. the very first time and they know where their wounds are sitting at that moment, okay? So using Scott as an example, the imagery that he got was he had a rig, uh, oil rig sitting in his body, and it's where his wounds sat and his rig would blow, and they give you this whole imagery, okay? Carly and I always say after those sessions, we're like, literally, you can't fucking lie or avoid even if you want it to. I mean, you can, but that's the energy and where it sits in your body and your wounds and your spin and everything show up on your body. Okay. Well, everything. You, you can't lie, but you can ignore. Exactly. That's the difference. Yes. Like you can't, you will still feel it, but it, you choose that and to you ignore can, it. <laughs> and you can still say that it's, oh, I have Scott. Oh, it's the ground beef or, oh, it's this. 
And that's that dance between light and human, okay? Where you're like, okay, well, I'm a human that maybe dabbles in this and maybe does this, but the magic potion, you guys, I cannot emphasize this enough. And the reason why the three of us are quote unquote special to many people is because once we were started this, that's it. We have been moving into we are light being number one, using energy paired with our human to now moving into this space where I said to them right before the podcast is where I am because I'm the only one right now that has my planet outside of me where I cannot separate between my human and my light at all. Whereas on my journey in the last two years, I very much saw my ego as my human. I saw everything as external outside of me. Everything was linear. Yeah. Like that voice in your head is just me thinking. No, not anymore. (laughs) It's not. And it's a switch and it's profound, but that is me doing. And I will say it's been really, truly since I've awakened. Yes. But since I blew up my old life, I have not made one decision from fear. So very much that light. Does that make sense? Yeah, it kind of makes sense. So I think just to maybe if this, if I have this in my head correctly, I'm just going to say this that way because maybe someone else is slightly confused too. I know I always had problems with my knees and I remember it was always, Mm -hmm. it was a symptom of the abuse that I had received as a child. So whenever my knees hurt, I was supposed to be like, I can't remember what I was supposed to say, but I was supposed to. That, I, no. I was supposed to acknowledge it. Yes, I was supposed to. I was supposed it. to acknowledge. On the bare minimum, he's supposed to acknowledge. It, I was people. on the bare minimum. I was supposed to acknowledge. <laughs> I'm like, how'd that go? You can't even remember it right <laughs> yeah. now. That was a long time ago. <laughs> okay, okay, Give okay. me a break. But because I also exercise and I work out and I run, mm-hmm. so if my knees hurt, I could excuse it as something physical. Yeah, it's not. And exactly. It's not something physical because it's the, it's the energy behind it because lots of people run, lots of people work out and their knees don't bother them. Mm -hmm. But in this, in my particular case, my knees were bothering me because of the energy behind it. And you had to bring that constant awareness to it. But my egoic rational mind wanted to play it off as like, well, I ran too much or I did something wrong squatting. And that's kind of where you have to realize that, no, it's the metaphysical, energy that you need to deal with and then that'll elevate the physical symptoms yes and that's a really good segue because what's coming to me as well as i heard this on the weekend um where it was like every single especially in our ascension okay when you're in 3d and you're snoring and you have like no awareness it's a whole different ball game but when you're moving into your ascension which all of you guys are you wouldn't be listening um everything is energy okay so using scott as an example at the gym If you all of a sudden pulled a shoulder or Carly when she was at the gym last year, the whole thing, um, she would have like pains and aches and stuff. And what I heard on the weekend and it really clicked for me was what were you thinking about in that, that, when that happened? Because your body's always talking to you being like Scott in his spin thing here, which he should find and read was talking about how he was going to lift more weight and do more things at the gym to really feed the ego and what people thought of him, which then would show up in his body. Okay. Mm -hmm. So every time we have something physical, it is because we are either thinking about it in thought and we're so unconscious to that stream that's going on. And then our body shows it out. Mm -hmm. Right. So that, you know, I can use me as an example back in the day, you know, when I was snoring my skin, it's always the flies uh, in your mind or it's the pollution you're taking in, or I always had massive bloat and 
it's a whole thing, right? So that's where I'm saying when we use the awareness with the energy and you have somebody, a mentor that can help you pull it apart every single month, it's a game changer. Well, and the thing is too, is once you're on your ascension and you've even been dabbling in the sense that you are energy, the physical 3D doesn't do anything for you anymore. No. I've had in the past three months, so many examples of this. Yes. So one would be cool sculpting. I got it done as part of this other contract on the side, whatever, whatever. Anyway, you're supposed to lose 20 like percent difference in fat in that area yeah guys I haven't lost any and I had two sessions of this cool sculpt and I can hear the voices right now being like well what were you doing externally though yes. Carly so externally nothing changed in my diet and I actually started to work out more so 3d would tell me that I should actually be losing weight even if I didn't get the cool sculpting actually we were talking about this <laughs> And I'm like, Coco, that's such a pseudoscience. Like, it's such bullshit. <laughs> because if fucking cool sculpting's really going to work. And what was your response? Because it I, was funny. And then I said to Scott, that's what people would say about us. <laughs> Amen to that. True. Yeah. But anyway, that's one example. Another example would be my, uh, like, hip flexor pain that I've experienced. So that started, I would say, really lightly last year when I was at the gym. Mm -hmm. And I was lifting heavy. So I'm just fatigued. I'm tired. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. And it really ramped up over Christmas for me. So I've been going to massage therapy for about three months now. Ain't doing a thing. I feel good in the moment, but hasn't been doing anything. Last month I had my session and we determined like what energetically was causing that. Now, every time I started to get that pain, I would acknowledge it with the energetic reason. You guys, I kid you not, I'm sitting here today with no pain in my hip flexors. It's the mm -hmm. first time in probably nine months that I can say that. And I have done nothing external, all been internal in the sense of acknowledging it for the energy that it is. Yes. And the external did nothing for me. The massage did nothing for me. Yes. So Be there you go. Because all of that stuff... Not to say that you won't use it in our our life now, but it comes back to our main thing. We use it to optimize the inside. Yes. So you will start going to... I was going, going to, to save me. Yes, you're going to go to massage for therapy, like mm -hmm. for relaxation. Yes. And I mean, we have a beautiful light who is um, integrating her higher self right now. And she will be able to pull out the energy She's from the root. She's a massage therapist. Yes, a yes. massage therapist. And she'll be able to pull it out from the root. So you'll be going to her as well uh, for root versus yes. save me. Yes. Right. And that's the difference with new earth is to stay at this optimized frequency. And I want Scott to kind of read what he, um, had wrote about his spin going on in the gym because this shows you the example that we're trying to present here. So Scott's spin that he had at the gym. Okay. With this, you could have then come home and had an injury, had a pain, had something because of this spin. Okay? So I'm going to have to... You don't need to go into... No, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to go into the huge details. <laughs> yeah. Let this. me preface this. Yes. You don't have to do yeah. this. This will bore probably 90% yes. of you. Yeah. Just um, do the... But, the but, but essentially, I had woke up at three o'clock in the morning and I was completely unable to go back to sleep. And I would just like lie in bed and just... But I could not sleep. So I just stayed up essentially since three o'clock in the morning. But since I'd have been awake almost all night... The best case scenario is I go to the gym, mobilize, do some light cardio, and go home. My mind is tired. My body is thrown off its routine. No need to push things. In complete transparency, I did way more than I wanted to. Once I started kind of getting moving, I'm like, all right, I'm feeling pretty good. Tired, but good. So we're just going to do some squatting. I wound up working to like a heavy set of like three 
And I'm like, okay, well, this isn't too bad. I can probably do multiple sets of this heavy set of three. And I could if I hadn't been up since three o'clock in the morning where everything was tired. But it's interesting how I kept justifying, justifying, justifying it yeah. to myself. I'm like, there's going to be days like this where you're tired and you push through. This is great awareness for future days. Add more weight. This is great awareness. It's, but I'm like, hey, dummy, you have enough weight on. You're tired. So I'm like, okay, well, let's start doing sets. This is where I finally got to the heavy set of like three. So then I'm grinding and grunting and I'm like, I've done this multiple times in the past, just focus and execute. But nowhere did it say that I had to do four sets. I'd already done way more than I had intended. I'm like, this is quit. This is an old pattern. No one cares. You aren't competing. <laughs> I knew ego was talking and I knew better than to listen, but truthfully, I wanted to squat. I wanted to go heavier. I wanted to wear that badge of pride for grinding and out when I was tired. I wanted to hear, fuck yeah, man, good job. I wanted the validation from others that I was a badass. That's why I got up to like such a heavy weight. And that's why I kept grinding out that heavy weight. And I could have kept doing more, but it's like, that's enough. And Stop. And what is Scott's core wound? Rejection. So he wanted to do that, whether he's aware of it or not, but he wanted to do that so that he's not rejected by his external. He's not rejecting himself. He's proving to himself and his human that he can do this, right? So do you see how the energy and the spin connect the two? And so I I have no idea if you had any physical ailments after that. But for an example, if Scott did come home and was like, oh my God, my well, my if knee I got, or if my If I would have done my full workout that day, I probably, it, it w- I would have had something. I would have put myself in a hole that would have took me like weeks to get out of yes. to try and bounce back. And see where the mind will again go to external. Mm-hmm. It was the gym. No, it was the narration that was going on inside of you. And that is really key for all of you guys to hear now because you're past the point of anything being external. And when you start doing this work and doing it consistently, we say all the time, it's like, well, we've just hit that borderlines of insanity or is it insanity that I say? Because I'm just like... No, borderlines of sanity. Yeah, because I'm just like, literally, it does not make sense to the mind. Mm -hmm. So I want you guys to kind of understand this. So I just want to pull this back fully for a moment here and really emphasize the energy plus the awareness, okay? So when you look at us three, and if you've been to Knights of Coco and you've heard our journey, you know, specifically me, where I'm like, we had $25 to our name, you know, and Carly's like, yeah. And everybody's head was like, well, they had savings or they had credit cards or they had family or they had access. Like Scott always says, no, like we're dead serious. Like $25 to our name. And why I got that huge download last night about I'm hitting that two year mark is because in linear time, you guys, you might see me as Coco and who I am, but every single day I have made a decision to choose my light. Is it easy? No. Is it worth it? Yes. And there is a pivotal moment in everybody's ascension where you pivot, okay? You just do. Carly has been there. Scott has been there. And you get to this, like, where we say you go from your winter to your spring, Okay, but it's the consistency that does this. Well, essentially, if you if you're on this journey of spiritual awakening and you've gone a year, you've gone or even six months or however long, it's not even like a time on thing. It's yeah. just a point where it's like, you know what? I want to be this much more than I want to be the old me. Yeah. And I've gone too far to literally turn back now. So I just need to fully commit to keep moving forward into this new 
energy that I am. Yeah. And the longer you guys sit in the middle of that Venn diagram, (laughs) truly, (laughs) the more it's going to pull at you and push at you. And the more you're going to fight and the more it's going to be harder. And I'm not doing this to scare you. I'm doing it as a reality check because those that are sitting in the middle moving in, moving in this year, it's just going like this. Okay. Like we're already in March in a few weeks, you guys, time does not exist. It is going, if it is slow for you, that is the state of the vibration you're in. Wake up. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is you have to walk through all of these things And there is these overarching energies. And this is why the community is putting together a magazine. This is why my book books are coming out. This is why we've started a publishing company so that you guys don't feel alone so that people can meet other people and see all these things, but you don't need the proof to begin now. So many of you guys are waiting for this external proof, this like validation that all of a sudden this quote unquote works for you. But the funny thing is, you're probably being shown that proof (laughs) over and over and over again. (laughs) But the egoic mind keeps me like, well, you know, it's not exactly, you know, how I see it. (laughs) It's not like six feet tall with brown hair, blue eyes, chisel (laughs) chin, multiple tattoos, wearing a suit with Converse sneakers. Like you're putting it in such a box. Oh, no, that's definitely not my guy. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You had me until the shoes. Yeah. But all I'm simply saying is like, you're trying to be so specific in what you're aiming for that you're just missing out on the bigger picture. Yeah. And you, and, and you guys, like it's that, that famous line that Scott said is you have to unwind what you wound up when you were unconscious. Mm -hmm. So if you look at it in that imagery, depending on how much you have wound up, it's just going to take quote unquote some time. And if you use me as an example, you guys Two fucking years of dedicated work and look where I am. I have a book coming out. You know, my physical has drastically changed. I went from not being able to put food on the table to put food on the table. And that came from action. I am not special. Carly is not special and Scott's not special. We're just the living proof of it. And you have to lean into that unknown. And one of the things that I've been saying on the weekend when I could hear my lack knocking on the door was like, I ain't fucking stupid. Like I did not come down in this timeline, in this moment of now into this body unprepared. So to think that we're just flailing around with no energies and no guidance and no blueprint while your ego is dumb then (laughs) because you did not come here unprepared. But you have to go through the dramas and through the pain and the unwinding. And the longer you sit there and be like, well, you know, like Carly's biggest thing is you always know. You always know. You always know. And you circle around that knowing and you circle it and you circle it only to then come to the same conclusion because you always know. Yeah. And like, (laughs) you know what? Being the mentor that I am. I will never tell you. I let everybody come to it on their own conclusions, including Carly and Scott. And Scott has done it for me. And Carly, how many times, and especially in the early years, you would come to me with something and I'd say, well, what do you think that is, Carly? Well, why don't you go and look into that and then come back to me? You know, you had to walk through your spins. Like when Carly first um, quit her job in 2019, 
you know, she had to have her whole involve, involvement to walk through to realize that blogging and influencing and everything was done. Even though I knew that mm-hmm. right at the very beginning, I it didn't matter what I said and I would have never said it for her to walk through that. Mm-hmm. It's relationships, it's everything. Yeah, I can see the energy of that and I'm aware of it, but until you come on to that conclusion and you get through that layer, it doesn't matter. Well, it holds no value it, to it me doesn't. until that happens, right? Exactly. And that's why well, that I wouldn't have actioned it. Exactly. Well, exactly. Some things you have to just discover upon yourself mm-hmm. because if someone gives you the answer... You won't believe it anyway. You won't so be- your ego's like wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's just the wrong answer for you. Yeah. Right? And, wh- and one of the other things I want to briefly touch on too is we were talking about on discernment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about that before we came on about how one episode we talked about um, putting a rhinestone on a turd and how it's like when we're wounded, we want to fill our hole. Like, let's get my nails done, my lashes done, let's make myself look pretty. Let's do all those things, right? To fill mm-hmm. our hole. And with guys, it's like, you know, buying, porn, sex, like whatever it is to fill our hole, right? And then Morgan in our community did a story one day and she's like, you know, I was listening to them on the podcast and they were talking about eyelashes and nails. And I was like, wait, like that's a hell yes for (laughs) me. Like that makes me feel good. And that is discernment people. She knows that her energy of herself really inherently enjoys optimizing the physical from the inside out. And she's not taking it at a face value. What we're trying to say is, yeah, what are you filling your hole with? Well, what is your why? Yes, to your wounds and to your layers. And then once you flip and you start doing this work, it all of a sudden becomes an optimization of what's in the inside. Mm -hmm. So yes, you were talking about it, how we invest in our skin. and Yeah. Well, what the difference is, is instead of using these things to mask your true identity, you're using it to optimize and to show your true identity. Yes. That's the difference. So for us now, like we're really, like Coco and I are really invested in our skin. I would say our hair and our eyebrows. Like those are like our things now. Yeah, mine's my nails every month. And and then you have your nails. So like that makes us feel good. Like I get so jacked up when I get to go use all my face products. Like I just get excited for it. I'm not masking anything by wanting like this great skin. I'm not even covering it really because the truly my intention is, is I love it and my higher self loves it. There's yeah. a difference. I'm not hiding anything by optimizing that. that yeah, and when you're not aware to this, it's literally to fit in with the Joneses to have a great to have it. a great Instagram photo, yeah. you know, the whole thing. Can you speak on it from the guy side of things? Like what's the perspective for you from a guy side of things? Mm-hmm. Like I know coming from a rig culture and stuff, it was the porn, it was the sex, alcohol. the alcohol. Like what is the flip there for guys because you're so different than who you were you know, years ago as well. Like, what is the flip? Do you have something? No, not really. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say... Typical guy answer. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that, like, a lot of the times, like, you know, you're buying the... Doing the facial stuff because, like, you have... You're having skin problems, but you're having skin problems because, like, you're eating, like, crappy Another food, yeah. right? I was going to say, I have a guy example, though. Okay, fire The away. big truck syndrome. They buy the big truck to mask the little man. No, that's that's. <laughs> okay, you're, does that trigger? Am I triggering yeah. you? Am I triggering you, no, Scott? No, that's Tinger? just that's just a stereotype. Okay, 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 okay. A lot of the times, you need a big truck. There's a reason behind it. <laughs> no, but there's guys that buy it and don't have a reason. That's what there, I'm talking yeah. About. But here's the thing: if you, if you really want to get into it, there's <laughs> guys who own Fortune 500 companies who are driving trucks 
and they never put anything in the backseat of anyway. So what's worse? Someone who works in the oil field who has a big jacked up truck and actually throws shit in the box of the truck or... You I know. feel like this is a this is an oil rig perspective. This is a this is a segue. <laughs> That's a segue. Yeah. I, I hey I didn't I didn't start it. I was simply just saying that sometimes, you know, you're you're doing the facial treatments because of the acne, because of the food you're eating, yes. because you're eating low vibe food, yeah. and you're trying to cover that up because you're making. But it's the same thing with men. Yeah. It's just different categories, Scott. Because you know, I was you were the exact same way you were, you would buy things, you know, he would watch porn. I told Carly the story one time when we first started dating, I walked into your room and you were folding clothes with the door wide open with porn on the television when we lived together. But it, he wasn't even engaged in it. It, yeah. it was because it was to fill his hole of that, com- the guys that live there, right. Yeah. To seem like he was in that that, club. that club, that energy, right? But we do, guys That's do... That's not a very cool club. Just saying. No, but guys <laughs> guys do do that as well. So you need to understand that all of this is the work to unwind the old of what you created. Oh, I would say this is lots of times is like, because um, I've heard this in other places, I don't have any specific stories, is like guys that would go, that would ride bikes, they would like work Monday through Friday. They'd come home at like five o'clock and they would disappear for a two hour bike ride at night. And then Saturday morning they'd wake up and they'd go do like a century. So that would be like five or six hours of riding a bike. Meanwhile, they're completely ignoring their partners. It's like, why aren't you like spending time with them? And they're using the excuse as why training, training as an excuse to kind of like avoid either dealing with their partner or avoid something in that case. That's yes. kind of what I would say yes. is a good example. So I still like the truck example, but whatever. <laughs> so what we're trying to say here is I know that within this community and within working in any type of spiritual realm whatsoever, there can very much get that us versus them, which is 4D activism and being like, well, I'm falling behind or they're special or that ego will tell you that like, you know, it's Coco, it's Coco. It like, won't happen for you. And I, and I honor the respect that you guys have for me and I wouldn't demand anything less than that. But know that I am at my essence a light in a human body as well. And I have walked through all of these things, okay? And I have walked through brutal things. And it changed me and it altered me. And that is how I got quote unquote here. And that is how I will continue to get there. And because I'm speaking in linear terms for you guys, is you have to walk through this stuff. And It's exactly, I have to go back to what Carly said. Just because you sat on the couch again does not mean that you're at the same place as you were before. Mm -hmm. And you have to maybe sit on the couch like Scott did there in August to like October. He had to sit on that couch every month for those three months to then rise to where he is now. He hasn't been quote unquote in that state since then, right? You had to walk through it. You had to go through it. You know, Scott had to get to that point in August where we had it out. And I said to him, your fucking core wound is rejection. And he was fighting me on it. And I said, look, for the last four years, you've been saying to me, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. Trust yourself. Your work is phenomenal. You know the signatures. You know what you're running into. But you're telling me with with you I'm wrong? Mm -hmm. And that hit a spark, right? He had to get to that point. Because everyone has their layers. But here's the thing. You guys got to get out of your own way. And I say this every single podcast. But those that are really, really, really soaring 
and really, really facing their shit or doing it consistently. Okay. Yeah, and I think on that note too, like we can get really caught up in this. It's all a test. Yeah. It's all a test, and I'm gonna fail. It's all a test, yeah. or I'm gonna rise. It's all a test, and then you like get or, to get or the so universe. In, the universe. Yeah, you get so in your head yes. about what the right quote unquote thing is to do. Yes. And if you just stop thinking, mm-hmm. just sat with yourself and was just present with what was given to you, if it's a test or not, you're gonna pass. Case in point. That's all it is. Get out of your own way. A hundred percent. And there was points in our in our journey, Scott and I for sure, where I was like, when are these, te-? like literally, it was like, I see them as like the big slamming doors coming. Mm-hmm. Like, when is this going to like ease up? And now looking back, it was when we finally passed them, when we stopped doing the same thing over and over again. It's almost like when you just forget about it. Literally. Like you just like, you just be, you just, is it a hell yes or hell no? Just be. You're done. That's it. Yeah. As and, simple and hard as that is. <laughs> well, and really whoever your mentor is and who, even if it's just listening to this podcast and you know, you don't have sessions with us or any mentor at that case, it's like, take the information, sit with it and then action it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So many people take the information and then right away it's like, wait, they wait. Yeah. They wait for it to come to them. And it's like, yes, we always say things will flow to you when you're in alignment. But in order to get into alignment, you need to take action. Things aren't just going to flow to you until you're in alignment. And how how do you get there? Action. You do. And that's and that's how you become quote unquote special. What that's you guys the like, that's that's the magic potion. It truly is. You have to walk through this, you guys. And so I kind of want to wrap this up as a whole. But you have to understand that we are in that that really big poll right now this week. I know into this weekend, a lot of you guys are being polled, but where is your consistency? You don't have to walk this alone. Where is the consistency to choosing your light? And we always talk about this all the time and we talk about it all the time in sessions too is it's like you can know all the language and you can do all of it but you have to be consistent with it because you're getting to the point we all are where you were light first and human second Mm -hmm. and it's like as you birth out your planet you are the planet within earth Okay, so in order to embody that, you guys, and to stay in that frequency and to live a life different than the 3D world, you have to move out of linear thinking and you have to move into energy first. You just do. Because once you live in that separate frequency, you experience the world in a whole entire way. Everything almost looks even brighter. Like it's crazy how different everything looks. But this is is a progression, you guys. It takes time. You have to take the steps. You have to be consistent. So if you're looking at other people, know that those people still, they might have birthed out, say, quote unquote, higher self 1.0, but they're still now working on another layer. And that's what you guys don't see, okay? Mm -hmm. Just because Coco is living portal, totally embodying it, I still have a different layer, you guys, I'm dealing with this tummy tuck, loose skin situation and birthing out a planet, but none of you guys would know that because I only give you bits and pieces. Or how many of you guys know I'm writing a book, but the depth of which that book is, the way it looks, the story, I've had people in sessions being like, wow, I had no idea. And that's what you need to understand is the way that you see people at face value is not the energetic body. If I could explain how I see everybody, we'd be here all day. 
but you need to understand that it is steps. Is there anything else you guys want to add? I just want to add on a closing note that like the old energy is me versus them. Yes. They're rising. I'm not rising. The new energy is, hey, they're rising. I can rise too. And what did you say to me earlier? If we, because we've made it, they'll make it. Yeah. Exactly, because we went through it and we have got to where we are. You'll make it, and then because you'll make it, we'll make it as well. It's better together energy more than ever. Oh, that's so nice.